Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, it's Monday. I know y'all at work, um, but we make your Mondays so much better. So this is another episode of Horrible Decisions. I'm your girl, Mandy. I'm Wheezy, and apparently I am really hoeing on the front lines because there's a nigga sitting next to me with a bunch of rope. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode, if you ain't read the title, is B is for Bondage. Um, Wheezy and I just had her friend on an episode of our Patreon, and she titled it A is for Anal. So it only made sense <laughs> right, that now we're on B. Let's go ahead and get it going like that. So I guess before we start, go ahead and introduce yourself um, and let us know what you do. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome. My, my name is uh, Sir Dashington. I am a erotic visual performance artist. I am a healer. I am a dom. I do a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. You sound yeah. a little passive to be a dom. A do you passive? find? Yeah, you feel, you feel very calm and uh, you're soft spoken. I feel like people always assume that doms are like, "Yo, I'm." Da, da, da. Right, 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 right. Do, do women ever say that to you that they're surprised that you're a dom later because you're um, so soft spoken? They well, I kind of thrive off the concept of people not, you know, getting caught up in whatever they see and whatever they're the mirage they see. They want to they want to claim it and say, "Okay, dom is supposed to be this type or whatever." But I'm the type of person I really don't fall into any type of box. That's you could say if you say, "Yeah, I'm this," then somehow I'm gonna not somehow fit that. You know what yeah, saying? yeah, that's right. And um, that's how kind of I made this whole thing work for myself. Yeah. I don't necessarily, you know, going out and say, "Yeah, I'm a dom." I don't, I don't never call myself a dom really. You know what I'm saying? So right. The reason I like, brought that up is like a lot of mm-hmm. women have said things to me like when I talk about doms mm-hmm. in my life. Asking if you know they're like super assertive, or if they make me feel like I even have a choice, mm-hmm. things like that. And it's like realizing that being a sub is the choice, relinquishing that mm-hmm. power to somebody, and a dom having you know the honor of being dominant to you. Right. Like it's not every dom isn't one in the same. You don't have to think you know it's someone out here with a whip ready to like make you get on your knees and right. beat the shit out of you. It's absolutely right. what you ask for. Right, it's absolutely what you ask for, and I feel like. Um there's different types of doms, you know what I'm saying? And once you get into it, you start to realize there's different type of doms. There's, there's some doms that are really sadistic and they really get off from getting pain. And then there's some guys like myself, I'm more of a 
consensual dom. So, um, and I and I like to do that within the realm that I'm doing it with. I'm not like a living 24 seven. I'm not expecting nobody to, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I want you. I want. I, I still want a powerful. We're black allowed woman. to like eat what we yeah, want. Yeah, I still want a powerful black woman to make their own decision. That's a boss. That when it comes down to when we come down to the bedroom, and when I when I when I make my faces, when I show her certain things, and it's ready to make that move, she already knows. Where's where to go? I don't know. Essential Dom kind of reminds me of a King Noir. Like, he's very sensual in his videos and how he mm. even treats a woman, but he's very much a Dom. So, you said you're an erotic visual artist. Erotic and visual performance artist. Performance artist. And that is your full time job or That's is my, this a hobby? It's my full time thing. Your full time Oh, so you in the bondage full time? Well, it's it's not something in the bondage full time. What what happens is is I started doing this as an artist. I am an artist. So okay. um, I was doing shows out in Brooklyn. I had this uh party called the Mad Tea Art Party, it was giving anybody shroom tea, getting them zoot on shrooms, and I would do these scenes where I have girls dancing in front of a, a canvas and I would throw paint on them. And then one while of my, on shrooms? Yeah. It's all some trippy shit. Even all this stuff I do is all some trippy, shroomed out shit that I just started from back in the day. And Straight I just up. want y'all to know if y'all are not watching us on YouTube, we are sitting across from a black man with dreads. <laughs> um, this is not because I mean, I associate like the shrooms and the, like those type of parties, I mean, to be white people shit. So. Shit, man. Well, to be real, all these fucking plants come from people. Yeah, I'm just Alaska, like, I, I, that's the medicine that yeah, comes. It's, it's, I, I, from. I just kind of don't fall into any of those those those. I don't. There's no. I never let whatever I am or whoever they, people think that I am stop me from doing anything I, I, I want to do or try to do. So I don't even like think about it like that in that realm. But I, I start these events and then um, uh, one of my homegirls told me to spank her with, with with whips dipped in paint. And make a uh, canvas painting, and I'm like, oh fuck, hell yeah, I'm gonna do this shit. And right. I so, actually um, started looking it up to see if anybody was doing this shit, and I didn't see nobody doing it. And then I seen girls tied up, and me being a Cub Scout, a Boy Scout, I was a Pathfinder. I grew up like learning my, I had to learn my knots to get my little badges and shit. So as soon as I saw that shit, I was like, oh, I could do that shit. I'm gonna tie her up first, and I'm gonna boom, 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 boom. And literally, I, I just did. Brought it to the Boy yeah, Scouts. literally, fun. yeah. That's where you learned to tie your first knot. Yeah, literally, I brought it to the church because we come down to the, it was like a church Boy Scout program. Oh shit! Did they put it had a Little soldiers, soldiers. Yeah. They didn't put the little soldiers into us. And that shit is really hard shit, to do, like, bro. I, I went when I was in Japan. Like they had a section of a sex store that was uh-huh. all about like taking a class and learning how to tie. Uh-huh. So I sat in there for like five minutes. They didn't speak English, but I was like, oh wow, okay. Like YouTube really helps, but L- that shit is really hard. And literally, you be strong. I, I, I started this shit like literally. I went to YouTube a week before my show, learned one fucking tie, how to do the this shit like eight twenty times, whatever I gotta do, and figured it out, and did that one tie for the show, and did it from there. And once I did that show, people were like, "Yo, that shit is we doing it again, girls." Like I'm next. Oh yeah, you were like, sent in by about three of our followers on Instagram, and they're like, <laughs> "If y'all do bondage, you have to get this guy on." So your page has been sent multiple times, and I know a we talked times, even yeah, last yeah, year. Like, has been over the years. We've been like, talk- I know for a long been, time, so I'm glad we finally nice got to get you finally on. get to have someone that like we've been chatting with for a while. Right. I-, I was just thinking too when you mentioned tying someone up. We had a guest a few weeks ago, Liz Goldwyn, who talks mm-hmm. about a friend of hers who tied her up, and it took three hours. Mm-hmm. What's the longest? And she was completely bound. I think. Like, what's the longest it's ever taken you to tie someone up? Well, see, I, 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 I maybe I'm a performance artist, and I think about the show. I think about people watching. How many? You know, I me. Mean, how long is it going to get people's attention span? So I do different things to to entreat people while I'm doing a tie so it doesn't look like you're just getting tied up for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I do sessions that, my, 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 my sessions that I have my clients, you know, two hours minimum. Two hours minimum? Yeah, two hours minimum. You know what I'm saying? Two it's, hours it's, minimum of being tied up. 
Well, it's not going to be tied up for the whole time. Like, what I do is I start off with a consultation in the beginning. We talk. I find out what you, what you, what you, what you're comfortable with, what you're not, your do's, your don'ts. Um, we kind of vibe out. Um, we laugh. We joke. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, then I just get into the session. You tell me what you want to do. I, I sent you guys earlier. I have like a whole menu. You tell me what things you want to do. You can mix them up however you want to do within the time frame you want to do it. And and I, and, I, and I come to people. I come. I go to them. I travel to them. You do in in house calls. I do in house calls. So I, is that how you make your money? Mm-hmm. Wow. I do that, and I do a lot of shows. I do, do you consider it sex work? Um, it's weird. It's feeling like a, a weird line because I, I feel like it's. For me, it's not sex work. Like as far as I, as far as I'm concerned, like I ain't put my dick out and insert in nobody. So that to me, I'm not having sex. However, do you think stripping however, is sex work? Strippers, yeah, I was about to say strippers dance and they're not having intercourse, but they're considered a line of sex work. And right. I'm not gonna read off the prices because we'll we'll mm-hmm. give your booking mm-hmm. if anyone's interested. But I want to read off some of your services, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe we can be like, how can you not consider the sex work? So, mm-hmm. um, some of the services that um, Sir Dashington um, mm-hmm. provides is goddess pampering service. Um, it's all sensual play, no pain or ropes, but that's optional. It's optional. Um, it is optional. So, um, real quick, I'm actually going to compare that to a boyfriend experience, a mm-hmm. BFE, because a lot of that, or mm-hmm. GFE for mm-hmm. girlfriends, um, it's they don't necessarily have to have sex, but it's more of the intimacy. It's more of the intimacy. Some people want to touch. People want to cuddle. People want to. It's, it's all that stuff. So it's 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 more banged around that. that. And they're sex workers, just so you know, because we mm-hmm. got to get you to reclaim your sex work title. Um, the next one is Toyland. Mm-hmm. So that pr- that includes ropes and sex toy sampler. Mm-hmm. You have a spank and paint, which includes ropes and floggers dipped in paint, which you explained. Mm-hmm. Um, electrocutioner. Electroplay mm-hmm. and toy ropes optional. Can you explain what electroplay is? Electroplay is um just like um a whole unit of things people like to play with electricity, and so there's toys. There's the neon wand which has like a little dial on it, and you can kind of touch like the wand. Kind of table, really really light version of it. And you can control the volume how. Excuse me, how um hard and how high high it is. So you find people's really good spot. If you do it really at a nice level, it could tickle somebody. I've seen people laugh until they bust. Nothing. What are Just places like, they um yeah. normally wanna be electrocuted? I take them. Well, I usually don't give them a choice. We usually get tied up and stuff like that. So I used to tantalize and, and mess with you and and find your sweet spot. That's the whole. That's my niche. That's is my everyone's thing. Everyone's spot different. Everybody's different. You know what I mean? Before I start a session, like if if, if I do a session most time, I I sniff the girl from head to toe. When I sniff her from head to toe on some Shut old primal shit, I swear to God, I sniff her from head to toe. And when I finish sniffing her, basically I connect in with her body, and she and her body kind of tells me. I did this recently during like a body worshiping session. I was talking mm-hmm. about on our Patreon episode how like we did a lot of foreplay for an hour. Yeah, it wasn't like a weird sniff, but it was like really going down and smelling my entire body. Yeah, sniff your entire that body. That shit is kind of hot to me. It, it 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 actually like lacks me into your energy and your vibe. It's weird, and then from there, literally, I I pride myself off of women. I have to say, yeah, you have to do A, B, C, D. From there, I just your body's. T- I read your body, and I, and I t- and I teach people how. Man, to Man, y'all need to listen shit. to this because that's what y'all I've, need to be doing. I have it's, classes, it's, it's I have classes like, and I try to teach guys. I'm sorry, I did say shit. it wrong. I was the one who did it. I I I, I used the wrong wording. Like. His hair to beard, neck, chest. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the smell of just, I don't know. There's those pheromones that, yeah, like, you just Yeah, there's pheromones. Just stuff you can't even explain. It's hard to even say. There's, like, just things. This session, sometimes my sessions, things happen that are, like, really hard for me to explain, like, what happened. It's literally out of my hands. I feel like this. Can they tell you're doing it? Because yeah, I don't know if he knew doing, what I was doing. Yeah. People, yeah. people tell me what I'm doing. I'm, I've done stuff where I'm doing stuff where I'm not even touch people's body. And when I pull up, their whole body lifts the fuck up. And I'm just like, like, they had strings. 
Well, it's, like, well, it's, it's energy. That? I mean, yeah. that, that's the real thing with mean? erotica, right? It's like figuring out a way besides penetrative or even sometimes your genitals of like mm-hmm. turning each other on. Mm-hmm. So the next one kind of goes without explanation. It's wax on, wax off, which is wax play. Mm-hmm. You have rope therapy, rope bondage for beginners, sensual dominance for men. Mm-hmm. So is that you teaching Sensual dominance. To men, or do those you... last three are classes. The the the, the are robot, classes. Those are like courses I teach or, or trainings or lessons. I do um, rope begin rope bondage for beginners. I do uh, rope therapy is different. Rope therapy is different. Rope therapy is where I tie people up and we talk about things that are actually binding them and holding them down. And we go through breathing exercises and then I release them and it's like a representation of like letting of that shit go. Yeah. Oh wow. And getting past certain things. You know, certain trauma. A lot of people, a lot of women come to me with different trauma. They can't come. They can't. They haven't came in forever or they they don't know how to squirt or they don't know how to do these different things. So they come to me and I show them how to do it and I do these things to them and to, and release and show them how to climax. Well, all right. These these next two I, I the or the last two that we'll talk about. Um you have one that's called What's for Dinner. Mm-hmm. Food porn um, depends on the menu. The, the menu price may vary for this, but you climax with food or dinner served in a kitty bowl. Yeah, sometimes it's like, <laughs> well, sometimes I, like I, like I basically I'll tie her up, I'll tie her up, and now like raid her refrigerator, cook a whole fucking meal. Wait, what? Take wait, that wait, shit. Wait, wait, wait. You raid in her refrigerator? Raid her refrigerator, make a fucking meal, and then put that shit in the bowl and then feed it to her like a like a like an Yo, animal. Yo, shut up. And this is coming from a Negro. Yo, everybody. shut up. Uh, one of our this, own. This last one that I want to talk about, if you can, um, what the fuck is it? You do a unicorn kidnap, and this is the most expensive on the goddamn um, unicorn things. kidnap is is basically <laughs> an organized kidnap where you kind of you know that you know the day. <laughs> Listen, you know you know oh, the no, no, day. No. We, we a lot of people have seen yeah, that you, in the bonding. You know the first day. Episode. Yeah. You know the day, but you don't know the, when and where I'm gonna snatch you up from. And then I come, I, I get a U-Haul van, and I come, I snatch Yo, your ass up, <laughs> and I'll tie you up in the van, take you to another location, and then do a whole full BDSM scene. So this is kind of playing into, I was having this conversation actually, oh my God, it was with Jill Soloway. So we met up with this lady in in, uh, LA, it was me, her, and Beard Bay. And I was like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of guilt that surrounds me around rape fantasies. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. all I want to do is give someone a key to my house, Mm -hmm. right? Give them like a three day span. Don't tell me when you come in, Mm -hmm. but also fuck the shit out of me when you get there. Mm I don't want it to be like, because unwanted is a porn category, right. which right. I don't like that. I more so want like the excitement of it. Like, I don't want to be like really saying no. I just right. want it to be like, ooh, are you taking me? Right, right. Like I feel that. so bad. Like that I, I, whole I, I, unwanted thing, there's actually. I don't a, like playing rape plays. See, because like, there's a difference between yeah. what you're talking about and rape. Yeah, like, there's yeah, different. There's that, and then yeah. there's actually, like, I've had girls that I was having sex with, and they're saying, rape me, daddy, rape me, daddy, rape me, screaming that shit loud as fuck. And I'm just like, Whoa, 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 right, whoa. I ain't stopping them. Like, you know why? Because it's that fucking like, dumb shit. They think that's then, part of it. And then it's playing into this shit because then she thinks I'm playing. I'm really like, to you, listen, shut the fuck up. Like, can't be screaming that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, somebody can come jump, so, kick down the door and kick my ass. You it's know so crazy. There's this porn um, that I've been watching recently, and it's so kind of, it's along the unwanted thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? It's called mall something but basically it's they they're in like a back room mm-hmm. where like you get caught for shoplifting and so it's all these guys that get caught for shoplifting and in order for the police or for the mall security not to call the police he's like you gotta fuck me so <laughs> if all these men like no I don't know but okay just cause I don't wanna go yeah, to jail and then he starts like he starts making the guys like suck his dick and then like he also like records it so you see like crazy. a camera phone angle then the actual oh, room angle and it's, no. it's really like some unwanted shit cause yeah. these are all straight men that now are having to suck dick to keep out of jail so it's kinda some 
some weird shit. <laughs> I want you to go down. back really quick to um, talking about the releasing the ropes and the releasing the traumas. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really know if we've ever talked about this on the show, but I do know what you're talking about. I've heard about it and read about it. Can you talk about that one more time? Like, just how much like when doing um, certain type of psychedelics or drugs, mm-hmm. right? I've, we just brought up ayahuasca. It's funny. I'm bringing it up again. They say that you go through this period of darkness. Mm-hmm. To then, you know, release it and feel better. Even throwing up mm-hmm. during it is that ritual is like letting all of those demons go, like releasing yourself. Talk about the trauma and like how untying the ropes breaks it a little bit. Well, well I've noticed that with, with with the tying the ropes, what I do is I, I, I make sure that when I do this this session that um we have a nice full consulta- consultation before we even start. So we so I know exactly what we're talking about, what we're getting into. And then I kind of... um. Uh, once I get to a certain place where I know I'm hitting certain certain um, uh, tim- triggered, triggered areas, then it's like okay, it's time to tie you up, and then I tie them up into this into this situation, and then from there I kind of start asking them certain questions. It's kind of like let them speak upon it. You know what I'm saying let them speak upon these things, and people, um, you know, they, they talk about it, and and and, and, and a lot a lot of these things are the things that people don't really speak to speak to people about, mm-hmm. and they 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 cry. You know what I'm saying? They cry. They um some people just. You know, they they talk about after it's done, like how much better they feel because they they got a chance to like really release that stuff. And um, uh, before I even get into the consultation, I kind of really get into and talking to them about um, creating your your own reality and creating your own your own reality with with, with your thoughts and how you think about things and, and projecting you, you know and manifesting your thoughts. And so um, this is when we start to get into our breathing exercises. It it really kind of hits in, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. And we sit there, you know what I'm saying? I'll sit there and we we sit there and I'll sit there and let you and, and try to talk you to and keep you in a in a place where your where your mind is on black and your focus is on nothing but darkness. You know what I mean? And then try to help pull some of these things out of people. And and when I when I when I tend to, to release them from the ropes, either they they cry, some people shout, some people um some people come without even me having to do anything touching their genitals, anything like I'm, that's not even the whole point of this stuff. And um and and that's what it is. I've had some sessions where people they 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 feel like they they've been you know they've been through some really traumatic tra- traumatic things. And are uh, they mostly traumatic sexual experiences? Not all the time. Sometimes it's just things that just fuck up your concentration for you about to bust a nut. That's all. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to. Oh, sorry. It doesn't always have okay. to be. Um, it doesn't have to always be something that's crazy traumatic to maybe you know to everybody, but somehow affected them in a way where they you know it could be some some people they just been they were talked people talk shit about them as a kid and right. they been really really self conscious and you know when they you know before they get to the point they say they over fucking think things and and blow the moment. You do, know you, saying? do you do this with women and men or just women? Just women. And do you notice like a certain um, type of woman, whether it be like their profession or their energy or their attitude? Or my, like my clients are they are they. I know one thing that um, within I first do when I first got into this, and I I really didn't realize that you know I, I got into the BDS and I thought it was about sex and I thought it was certain things and I realized that like. By, by having sex with somebody, doing the whole act, it kind of cuts certain type of connection off. Mm-hmm. And so once I realized, okay, let me take sex out the picture and see how, how things go, I started realizing that people really open up in a certain, and really, really open up a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to tap into them during my sessions in another whole realm. I, I, in a lot of my own classes, I teach you guys and I teach other people, I teach partners, period, is to like take sex out the picture. Sex is f- fucking you up, dick, and putting dick in the hole, pussy in it. That, that shit is fucking the bitch. If you concentrate on everything else besides that, yeah, you're gonna get them to another like whole that. level. And 
of course you're gonna get some pussy at the end. Like you just, it's just a mind fuck for yourself and for them to like, you know what I mean? To get yourself into that realm. If you got, the, if it's the back, in the back of your mind, your subconscious, you know that you're just trying to get some pussy. You're just trying to get the honey. You're gonna skip certain levels, skip certain signs to get to the honey. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I mean, and and the thing is too, like sex to most people is like people ask me like, how do you have sex with a woman? And I'm like. How do I not? Mm-hmm. Like, people's idea of sex is literally pussy and a mm-hmm. vagina. So are gay men's virgins? Right. Are lesbians virgins? Like, what is our idea of sex? And to a lot of people, spanking can be sex. Mm-hmm. Choking can be sex. Oral sex. Whatever. And I like what you're saying about taking the sex out of it because our societal view on what sex is is kind of fucked up. Like, I've had way I better experiences outside of that kind of sex. I feel like sex. the niche is out of sex. I feel like... Everybody's having sex. You know what I'm saying? Everybody right. gets to that part. So if you can focus on everything around that and the not kink the kink shit that we're yeah. trying to get y'all into, right? If you're trying to get everybody to get into that shit, you pull away from that and, and actually get around everything else around it. You actually right. become a better lover. Do you, Do you find that there's truth in people that are wanting to be dominated or? generally dominant people in their uh, personal lives. We've talked about how, like, you know, cops are always the ones that love to get pissed on or spanked or whatever, mm. like, that powerful people like that. Have, have you seen, um, noticed that trend? There, there is that flip. There is that flip. I know that a lot of, a lot of the, the sisters I deal with, they're not, they're not no slouches. They all holding their shit down. They all got the thing going on. They all holding relationships, have families. They have their thing. They're not, you know what I mean? Not necessarily, uh, you know, they're... they're, they're they're very dominant. So a lot of them are very dominant in their, in their everyday life. You know what I'm saying? They, they got to take charge and they got to hold shit down. And they got to, this is that. So when it comes down to, um, in the bedroom, when it comes down to certain situations, they they want to take, they want to, they don't want to have to do that. Really right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And I noticed that a lot of times I have like a lot of, uh, I have a lot of clients that are escorts and, and, and prostitutes and stuff like that. And they actually see me for, for services too, because literally they get in a bunch of, you know, they're having sex for money and it kind of takes away from the, they're faking it all day. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're you're fake, probably they're, not going to get from a job. Right. You, right. They're, fake, they're, they're faking it all day to do all this and that. And at the end of the day, they're, they still, they're still horny to a certain level, but they don't want no dick because they've been having dick all day. But they still want like non-penetrative services to actually My, go. Friend, my boom, friend is boom. like that. You know so I mean? the, the vanilla shit for this week, I actually found. Um, and what it's going to do is get us into discussing the safety mm-hmm. um, around what you do and specifically bondage. Um, so a woman is charged in her husband's kinky sex death. Um, a Maury County woman has been charged with reckless homicide for what her attorney says was the accidental asphyxiation of her husband after he consented to being bound and gagged. The whole family is upset with what occurred. I'm not going to say the name. Um, this is coming from the Daily Herald. <laughs> we stand by the fact that this was an accident. According to the arrest warrant, the woman placed duct tape over her husband's mouth and eyes, put a ball gag in his mouth, and then tied bandage around his head, leaving only his nostrils showing. She also tied his hands and legs behind his back. Then she left him for 20 hours. Apparently, this was not the first time it happened. Um, Authorities found the 29-year-old's body... Um, and she now faces 12 years imprisoned if found guilty. Um, There's a lot of yeah. accidental suicides like this from yeah. the hanging themselves. If you even just look up, like, 
bondage, um, like I laws guess, around bondage laws. Like, or you don't, bad bondage. There, yeah, or wrong. Way. There like, is there's no nothing but there, stories on top of stories and, about. And, and, and there's no that. leeway. There's like if if anything ever happens to you, something happens to some. I am fuck city. There's like when the court of law, I was doing something that I had you no said, business fuck doing. City. <laughs> you know, in the court of law, I'm. You was. You mean the bondage gets looked at in a certain way too. So they just they just throw you under the bus as far as if people getting hurt. So so how do you how do you go about? being safe with your because there mm-hmm. are people like he I'm sure requested to be left for 20 hours and what we're going to do this episode we're also going to get into the 13 mm-hmm. types of bondage mm-hmm. and this is on there mm-hmm. um, and so we're going to go through the different types of bondage um, what they mean and how they differ but for this mm-hmm. bef- so that we don't yeah, have to my, go my, my over it at like the this. end I how look, do you say safe? I look at like this I look at like this yes bondage is not safe Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying <laughs> people want to say, okay, safe. No, it's it's safe. If you can do it safely, this not, it's it's just as safe as rock climbing or mountain climbing. Oh, to me, you know what I'm saying okay. like it's safe. Like people can do it, and if you have the skill, you can get up and you can actually do it, and you can you, you're you're able to do it. But if the wrong motherfucker get up on that shit, not know what the fuck you're doing, and you fall, can, he gonna die. He gonna fall and fucking die. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it, it has that type of type of you have to have to fake. You have to you have to approach it like that. You know what I'm saying? You have to approach it. Okay, if you're a new beginner, you just don't jump and start getting on the top of the highest craziest mountain and think you're gonna climb so, that shit. So do you, you carry t- like scissors to make sure you can cut someone out or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay, this is the thing. Nothing. Yeah, you, you definitely gotta be safe where this lady fucked up at what she fucked up at is that she didn't use her own discretion you know what I'm saying? Okay. I've, I've had a session where one time where I had a girl in the way the ropes were set up. When I twisted the ropes in the middle of the rope, it would choke her. And she's like, harder, harder, harder. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, harder. And at this point, my hand is shaking. I've, I know I'm like at the top of my strength. And then she kind of just like kind of passes out. And I catch her. And I'm like, yo. And, and she's like, all right. And she wakes out of it. And it was all good. But in my head, I was like, never again. Now, no, now right. it never. you're going to tell me how much I'm going to do to you. Whatever I'm administering to you, I'm going to determine how what I'm going to administer to you. You know what I'm saying? Right. And how much of that I'm going to give you. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So this dude says, yeah, I'm tying my mouth up, double tape my fucking face, throw me in the fucking closet and leave me there for 20 hours. My ass is going to be like, no, no. I'm not going to do that shit. What I'm first going to say, yeah, sure, pay me. He's going to pay me. Then I'm going to say, all right, now that I have you tied, I'm going to pull you out here in four hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, a whatever. lot of you have never you heard know? of the tape thing. If you watched, it's a very popular, doc- or not documentary, but what's it called? Bio docu-something. The Assassinary Assassination mm-hmm. of Gianni Versace. Um, the- There's a whole fashion line off of shit. Huh? There's a whole fashion line off of tape. Yeah, you- there is. You Take yeah. But exactly in there, he uh, tapes a dude all mm-hmm. the way around his face. Mm-hmm. And I remember Googling it like, oh, shit, we have to make this a kink of the week because a lot of people have never seen that. Mm-hmm. But it's totally common. I've seen it they on did real that on you. I do, I do it on I do it. I do it with, um, it with plastic wrap. Netflix. I do plastic I wrap. Yeah, Netflix. I like to take plastic wrap in. Like, I do this thing where I tie the girl from plastic wrap. And as I got her tied up, once I get her fully, fully, fully up and she's like locked in, then I just kind of go over her face. She's kind of panics a little bit. And just remind And then it just pop a hole right in her mouth. You know what I mean? Make sure she can breathe. It's just, a lot of shit is mind fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people... Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm claustrophobic. I, yeah, that to me would completely be like but just the thing, where I can't Around my anything. face, I couldn't handle it. But, but, but like it's one thing where I know that people are going to... I know people's love, so I'm not going to sit there and let you fucking start to actually gag for air. It's just... Whoop, whoop, leads you in your eyes, pop that shit. No, um, <laughs> for that, fuck with you, you know what, I'm what do you think, like, yeah, like, how long is someone wrapped up? What is too long? Um, well, usually I can feel it, and I can, I, I, I can feel when I, I keep my people tied up with different things. So when I first started a session, I throw a girl in, in these, these, these ropes right here. These are more of a stretchy a material that okay. they're made out of a, uh, out of a, um, they look like the material of yeah. your maxi dress this summer. It's basically, ladies. it's basically like a bikini rayon. It's, it's, it's spandex. You know what I'm yes. saying? I take it and I made ropes out of it because I was doing stuff on dancers and they couldn't really dance and do what they wanted to do with this. So they still want the look and they still want the glow. So I found, so I made these. I, I literally sewed these, hand sewed these together okay. and, and put them together, make them long enough so I can tie somebody up with. And then they, when I put them on, they glow and I get different, different uh, materials and flavors and, okay. and do like that. And I sell the ropes and all that good stuff. I like that. So we gonna get into if you guys haven't known already the kink of the week is bondage so we're gonna get through um these different types of bondage and if you have anything as far as historical background to them or if you've done them or have any experiences I did please, you did i know i said this to you before i was like can you speak on these um so the first one is shibari also mm-hmm. known as kinbaku mm-hmm. it is one of the oldest and most popular types of bondage today this form of bondage originated in japan um, and is known for using silk ropes artful tying skills and layering ropes to turn the bound person into work of art. So is that pretty much what you would that's, consider that's what the, you do? Mm-hmm. That's um, this one, and I think Weezy may have a story about this, it's gagging. Mm-hmm. Um, so gags are one of the most common bondage related sex toys on the market um and she actually brought one to the live show if you guys came mm-hmm. it may have been new york show last year um but this is a whole genre of bondage the mm-hmm. concept behind gagging is to either bind someone in a way that makes it impossible to speak or breathe if you're into breath play or to force someone's mouth open um do you want to let them know kind of the ball gag or I don't think she had a ball gag of the gag that you it's did at gag, the live yeah, show. Yeah, it just had mm-hmm. holes in it. Um, it's just a ball gag. Like there can be all different kind of ball gags. Like mm-hmm. this one is, I guess you could compare it to a belt, mm-hmm. right? And, and you put it on. I like the holes in it because it's easier for me you to breathe. breathe through. That's why they make the holes from. Yeah, I mean, but some people don't need that. They go through their nose. Yes, we breathe through the nose, and, and I, I, the holes are so. To me, I, the holes ones help you breathe a little bit easier, which makes the saliva don't build up so fast. But the one with the ball that holds uh, in your mouth, it, you drool, it, 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 you'll, with dro- that one. you'll drool a lot with it. Which, which is um, truthfully like a lot me, of that's, like, the sexiest part. That's the point part. I like out of the gag. That's like, what I don't, you like about it. I don't care to like keep you from speaking. Like I want you, I want to hear all that shit, but I also want to gag you and just see you just fucking 
Just, just drool. Yeah, all the spit. The drool is my favorite part of it, but I have such a bad gag reflex. I'll drool like regardless. But I think um, I don't know. It's funny because like there's such small amounts of gagging that people don't even realize they've had done to them, right? Whether it be like a pillow in your mouth or mm-hmm. like putting something in your mm-hmm. mouth to make you quiet, mm-hmm. like. It's all just using one thing or another. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that gagging can be super sexy for you, either like the quiet thing or like the drooling, which a lot of people don't realize. I remember right? a hand gag. I saw like if you reach around and you basically gag her with your own hand or like a bite, like right here, just meat right here in your hand. Uh-huh. And just tell her to bite it and you just hold it. I'll, I'll, and you hold it. Right. It's like when you're. Yeah, you just hold it Even though that doesn't mean not sound like gagging to y'all, when something's deep enough, think about like going to the dentist when like they put something in there and, you're like, oh, and you have to clamp down. Right. When you do the x rays. Right. Right. And they put it deep enough, it makes you gag. That's the same with the hand gag. I've had mm-hmm. that too. So the next type of bondage is sem- sensory deprivation. Um, this one specifically, I've shared on the show that I'm not into um, because I was stealthed while doing this. Um, mm-hmm. So. Sensory deprivation is one or more extreme types of bondage, um, and it's the practice that uses restraints to reduce your ability to hear, feel, or see things around you. The most common example of sensory deprivation gear is the ever-present blindfold, as we all know. Mm -hmm. Um, There's actually, in extreme cases, sensory deprivation chambers. Do you know anything about those? Yeah, they're like soundproof rooms you can go in where you can't hear anything. Those are those are not really extreme. That's really, really extreme, you, you right? You get some them little soft earplugs. You put the earplugs in. You blindfold them. Um, and then they and don't really see what's about to happen. See or or hear. See okay, hear, that hear could be exciting. Maybe happen, the yeah. I don't know about the blindfolding again. I I, 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 I like to I like to um I like to use. Well, I realized that to tap into people the way I want to tap into them, just, just some there's got to be some sensory deprivation going on and there's got to be some 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 sensory of go, of other type of feels going on so I use a feather and like a spike at the same time I like to give pleasure and pain at the same time as I'm doing it and it kind of sends your mind into this you know weird place if you can't see it and you don't hear when it's coming right. that's another thing you know what I'm saying that's, so that's very interesting it's crazy like, too because the amount even when of you can hear yeah even when you can hear I, the I keep in my bag hard. I keep my bag really slow I don't want you to hear shit I hold things you don't hear the, which whip I'm going to grab because some people after they know my my stuff they know what it sounds like they know they hear the shit rattling they're like oh, oh you know what I mean so sometimes yeah, we yeah. use that to, to fuck with them I also do this other thing too where uh, I um I I have them blindfolded for a little while and then when I take the blindfold off I, I show them a blade and I pop the blade in front of them oh nah and See, then and then I put the blade then I blindfold them back grab baby oil and a credit card and slice it across their chest and put the baby oil at the same time it shit feels like they're getting sliced open and they fucking freak out this is so- that's, okay, now, I don't know about that. It's just the fuck people's yeah, minds nah, are. Why would it feel like on my that's arm? That's some bullshit. I actually, that, that, that there's a, a white people shit. There's a very vanilla just, blindfolding fantasy yeah. I have. It just fucks me. Somebody put me onto that shit and I was like, yo, I, I love it. Didn't I say Dexter earlier? Like, that's what this shit, shit I'm telling you. Like, there's, I don't know what Kink of the Week we did recently, but it's like that operation thing with being sliced. One of my friends, there's a place in the Orlando called The Woodshed. Shout out mm-hmm. to James, my friend. And he was telling me like, yo, there's a guy that came up to me with like mad cuts all over him like he's super into that shit yeah, and he's like they do it all the time like mm-hmm. in a super safe way like the people that know how to yeah. do it can super safe yeah. way to well I mean that's where you go and there's a professional that does yeah. it probably much like yourself right you'll probably maybe you could get a little bit of a no, I mark play, I, I don't do no blood play like I don't do no I don't want to see blood no play blood play is crazy I don't too do, I, don't do, I don't play no blood I don't because do no that's when someone play, makes it no feel it play, feels no real there's even like on Pornhub like the fake blood scenes where it's like super no I have a blindfold like fantasy that I'm like really excited to do soon where um, so like during a threesome I really want to be blindfolded but 
like and bound so like I can't really do anything mm-hmm. and like if they let me taste something maybe mm-hmm. but like basically just sit there and have to listen to like everything that's going on and then if I'm allowed to like masturbate great but I'm so hype I got the jet blue mask ready <laughs> you ready I'm like hey I was on the plane I was like oh, oh, don't even buy one now <laughs> um, I'm sure, yeah. the next one is really interesting um, and mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone has ever asked you to do this the next one is actually humiliation bondage mm-hmm. um, for some people the elements of BDSM that turn them on are the Mm -hmm. concepts and situations behind them. Mm -hmm. Um, Humiliation bondage is one of those. For example, a form of situational bondage would be tying up someone naked in public just so people would point and laugh. Or it may involve using a gag that has a toilet brush on the end and forcing a slave to clean the toilet. Humiliation bondage is incredibly versatile when it comes to both the tools and situation it can include, um, just as long as humiliation is involved. Has anyone ever asked you for this sort of bondage? Yeah, I mean, it, it can be done in, in different extremes. There's different extremes. It could be a humiliation where people want to be outside and be humiliated, or they just, or, or you know, you know, they want to be embarrassed. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and then it could be as simple as some people just want to be called slut, dirty, nasty, this, this, and that. Like, While fucking, yeah, be a fucking verbally abusive. You know what I'm right. saying? And it could be just in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? It could be like, yo. So it doesn't cool. have to be in public. Yeah, it could be, it could be just in the bedroom and, and it's just humiliation within the within the dynamic. You know what I mean? You call her whole outside and get knocked the right. fuck out. Right. Like, you know, so I next, thought it was cool. The next yeah. one is what we talked about. It's facial bondage, mm-hmm. um, which is exactly what it sounds like. Facial bondage and gagging often go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But the difference between these two types um, is actually that gagging is specifically focused on a person's mouth, while facial bondage tends to focus so on the entire is this face. facial bondage? Yes. Eyes, cheeks, nose, yeah, and everything I, don't, else. I have some stuff where I, have, I type people face like that. That's facial bondage, too. But it also facial bondage would be I've also tied girls' face into my lap and like just tied their face into my lap. Where Shut just, up. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't even get like, they can only pull their head up only for so far because the ropes are right there. I can always just, just spin my fingers. So they don't be second dick? Yeah. He's like, this is not for a show. This is you for a personal worker, shit. Man. This you my sex worker, man. You a sex worker. No, no, no. This is my personal. Personal shit. This is my personal oh, shit. Okay. Okay. I do it in three different realms. So I have like my RC farty yeah, stuff. Sorry, we don't want do the like, IRS boom. coming for you even. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> I do. I have my RC farty stuff that I do for for show and I do for for shows. I do uh, lessons with people. People just want the rope sometimes. This is that. I have my clients, which are the fetish services I showed you guys. Right. And then I have my personal situations. You know what I'm saying? Which I, I will have my, my 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 whoever's. Heard you, sir. Heard. The next one is predicament bondage. Mm-hmm. Um, predicament bondage is bondage that's done to put people in a more uncomfortable situation, which is actually probably what you just talked to. This could be anything from being hogtied with a massager across the clitoris um, to being forced to ride a horse while tied in an awkward position. Mm-hmm. The entire thing that makes predicament bondage a different kind of BDSM is the fact that it's designed to make the submissive squirm uncomfortably. Right. Um, so that's probably kind of more what you talked about. What's I do crazy that a lot. Is, forced um, orgasm. Shout out to, to Liz Goldwyn. She was just on the show and she talked about how she knows someone who did the hog tying mm-hmm. and it like became emotionally like draining for her to be into that position mm-hmm. for as long as she was. And then also untying, but it was hours of it. Mm-hmm. How long do you normally spend hog tying? Maybe, um, maybe it depends. It depends on the person. I, 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 um, in personal life, I usually don't do nothing longer. Have nobody in the ropes longer than two hours. And, okay, that, two that, hours. and for that to happen, that means we have to be in, 
in the situation for at least two and a half hours. You know what I'm saying? But I do right. I'll untie somebody and put them in another position. I'll tie from one position. I'll tie them three or four times if I want to. You know what I'm saying? If I have to. You know what I mean? I'll tie you in a certain position so I can get to a certain way, a certain way, and then I'll flip you over, tie you in another position, and then tie it to a cross. And then, you know, I just, yeah. you know, I, just, I flip it. I, and I have no sense of not keep somebody. My thing is this. If I tie a person in a, in a position that they're actually comfortable sitting in, I can play longer. I can get to the, I can, I can get to them better. If I gotta, if I gotta change them, pull them out and change them out, because the, the realist, the, 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 realistically is that if somebody's hurting or in their pain, I'm, I don't want to hurt. I don't want to injure nobody. You know what I'm saying, right, I'm not right. trying to injure anybody. So you gotta, you know, when you tell me you got a fucked up knee, you got a fucked up elbow, and I'm not gonna take your arm and jack it behind your back or have you on your knees. That I know your knees fucked up. You know what I'm saying, or if you ever in a position, you're like, oh, that's just really fucking hurting. Hey, I'm gonna pull it. I'm gonna stop right, right, right there right. and pull you out right there. None of that shit. Have you ever had to cut someone out? I never had to cut nobody out, but I had to take people out and read them. I've had people who had like panic attacks in the middle of the like, ropes, and I have to like just rub their hair. It's like, listen, I'm gonna, like, if you keep pulling ropes, and do you, you keep like you do yourself. it again? Yeah, and actually, they they we smoked some weed, and then we started over, and then we finished the session. It was dope, yo. She just needed to get higher. <laughs> um, it wasn't high before it got <laughs> right. I'm gonna go through about two more, and mm-hmm. then um, we're gonna maybe do a little quick demonstration. Um, the next one is hair bondage. Um, hair bondage is often done to restrict movement, add a certain psychological layer of subservience to a sub, or for that incredibly appealing pulling sensation that many people love to feel. Um, so what I'll do for our patrons is there's actually a video of the basics of hair bondage. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it does is kind of give you that effect of maybe when you mm-hmm. ask a guy to pull your hair um, mm-hmm. in the bedroom. And it actually has her sitting down and tying. So I'm going to make sure you guys who are patron members get to see that. Um, this last one is probably the most interesting. Um, and so I wanted to get into this before we take it back mm-hmm. to maybe a little bit more vanilla bondage. This one is called mummification slash vacuum sealing. Mm-hmm. I did it with plastic wrap. I've seen the flat vacuum sealing. This one looks crazy, and I'm also going to post that for you guys, too. So mummification and vacuum sealing are two types of bondage that either terrify people, soothe people, or turn them on. That being said, it isn't the type of bondage for people who are claustrophobic, like myself. Mm -hmm. Um, this This type of bondage uses either bondage tape, a leather suit, a latex suit, or a vacuum bed to give people a full body bondage experience. Almost every inch, except for maybe your head, will be covered with material during this kind of bondage. Mm -hmm. Regardless of the method used, this is considered an extreme form of restricted bondage. Depending on how extreme you are with your bondage practice, you may or may not be able to breathe. Um, So this is definitely brings in the element of breath play, but also being to where this kind of probably isn't something you want to do without a professional or something you definitely want to do as much research in as possible before you try it with your partner. I say, I say um, that too, and I say just it, it just trusting your partner. I mean, you, you need to have a partner that, that listen. If you if you looking at them like yo, this shit is not your own, or they start bugging the fuck out, they're gonna just stop. And if you have, if you got if you got safe any, words, are yeah, safe words were just you. Know, I tell people they, they could pick a safe word. Like, you can pick a safe word. Like, what's my safe word? I was like whatever you want it to be. Like, what are some I mean, of the safe words you heard? You know I, mean? I don't pick a safe word. I let them choose a safe word because what I want. What are some of the funny ones you've heard? Oh, uh, all kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, all kind of just people just whatever. I think of one. I get all kind of stuff. I get uh. <laughs> like, literally, it, 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 Yesterday, a guy said "come quiet" was his "come quiet" because he said, "When else will I use the word come quiet?" 
See, that's that's cool, but see, I tell people don't use nothing crazy. I say, use something that's going to come off your tongue really easy. Like, stop. If you just say stop, say stop, and I'll stop. Like, you don't got to have nothing crazy because if you're in pain, if you're in a certain situation, sometimes you're not, you, 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 you might forget yeah, that. That, 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 that extra, like, oh, I said stop, I said stop. And remember, your first word, that could break your fucking arm. And you say, or you could choke the fuck out. Like, right. this shit is serious. So I'm like, I, I'm like, it ain't got to be that fucking serious. If it ain't serious, that this serious for me. If you squirming wrong, like you, like you, like you is really, really hurting you, I'm going to let up a little bit. I'm what not were you just doing the last time that someone used it with you? Um, last time it was spanking. Usually it's a spanking. Wait, but that's paddles. when I use it. Paddles. It's paddles. funny. We, um, we did spanking in, at the LA show. like, mm-hmm. And that's where we were like, when to say a safe word. Mm-hmm. But the girl literally spanked me in the same exact spot. So it wasn't even that mm-hmm. she got harder with spanking. Right. But being that it had been done right. in the same spot right. multiple times, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, girl. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or come out with whatever you should be able to say, you should be able to say, whatever you say, that should, if, if, if you put using common sense, stop means stop. Yeah. Like, whatever the fuck. It does. I don't care if you fuck you say in Japanese, I don't know Japanese, but if you say and you look at me a certain way, I'm going to fucking pull back and be like, oh, uh, you it's, good? And just check. It'll take two I'm seconds. Yeah, it say two that. seconds and be like, you are you good? You we know, were talking oh, about yellow. Okay, I go back to it, you know what I mean? Like, um, as far as like, I, I like yellow and red mm-hmm. with spanking because mm-hmm. that lets me know like it's how much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but spanking with the paddle too. The reason I've had trouble with it is because like it doesn't bruise you necessarily, mm-hmm. but you can still really feel it the next day. And I'm like, yo, it's not purple, but like I can barely sit. It's weird. So some people, for most of the black people, I don't get, I don't never get them bruised. They get some bruises, some stuff like that, but not crazy. But uh, I've done a couple, couple white people, and, and I do. I feel like I didn't do nothing much different than I did to to my sisters. But they, their whole shit look like I. I, I can't even. I can't even give me pictures. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna make you sign a consent before I even give you the picture because this shit, it's look, crazy. This shit look crazy. My, you know my legs right now are super bruised up, and I was like, I swear I ain't stripping. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I got all, all these like goddamn that. bruises on my leg. Like I bruised, so I walked in. I was like, I need a banana because I heard potassium helps with the goddamn bruising and shit. Right? Too. That's what I heard. Maybe. If you guys yeah. ever like are do some BDSM and you get really bad bruise, bruising there's a vitamin called bromelain and the bromelain helps you with uh, bruising I don't know what it does with blood circulation but mm-hmm. it's just a basic vitamin order it on Amazon and that'll help you um, so I guess we're going to get into real quick if we could do a live demonstration mm-hmm. um, of I guess let us know what type of, of bonding you're doing whether it's to her hands or whatever but mm-hmm. um, we are on video so if you have not yet guys um, check us out on YouTube majority of our episodes are on YouTube shout out to Benson our videographer you guys heard him on a recent episode um, but definitely check it out we have Sir Dash about to um, tie up Weezy so, By the way, I hope you asked for consent because Mandy didn't for me. <laughs> like, oh, what's going um, on? Well, I didn't ask to be fucked by Sharonis during that episode either. So this is like I my payback. You. This is my payback. What the hell? <laughs> no, okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do like a simple uh, body harness. So I'm simple. Um, I like to tie people in body harnesses and this stuff because they can still be, have the bondage look mm-hmm. and still be, un- you know, your hands and your feet are free. You can still walk around and do what you got to do. You can wear it as an outfit. This is something um, I'm looking for. I can wear it as an outfit. Yeah, so, like, I, have girls that, I have girls that put these on and I teach them how to self-tie and they literally wear this under their clothes or they can wear this on top of your clothes. Like, what, like wait, I'm going to put this over your outfit right here okay. and, and we're going to make it look fly real quick. Watch. All right, so if you can, while you're tying, okay. just speak up louder just okay. so that... Or I can also... Or even um, we may even... I don't know how long it'll take. I'll, I'll, I'll talk and let y'all know what he's doing. So, um, again, by the way, shout out to Brittany Duet. She actually lives Should in Should I face LA, you or the other way? And she has a clothing line that's... Full bondage full outfit. Bondage, yeah. Yes, and it's all really I, I hard ropes. Yeah, the hard ropes. I've seen the it. hard ropes. It's super dope stuff. So yeah, yeah, if you guys yeah. are interested in maybe wearing this as 
as attire. It's so awkward um, to look at Benson out. videotaping me with this smirk. Like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> okay, they're normally, our cameras are normally on a fucking tripod, and this nigga got up like, let me get the zoom. <laughs> okay, so where do you start? So you, you, like, you like to start in the middle of the rope. The middle of the rope is called the bite. It's the center of the, the rope. Bite. I kind of get, find two, both ends, match the ends up, and then I kind of pull the um pull the ropes to the to the center of the rope. That's how I know I got the middle of my rope. Okay, so for someone wanting to start this on okay. the body of someone, where do you start on the body? Start here, boom. You get your thing. You want to get the center of the rope, right? Uh huh. Once you get yourself the center of this rope, then you can put this around her neck here, right? Gonna mm-hmm. here. You're gonna tie her braids. Make sure you get the braids out. Pull them things out. Okay. Okay. Now what I do here is um I usually measure out. Everybody's different. Everybody's size is different. So I will come in here and bust a knot here. Mm-hmm. Bust a knot or mm-hmm. a... It busts a, a quick... Like, it doesn't have to be nothing crazy. Don't so, remember that. Bust yeah. a knot. It's a bust a quick knot. You don't have to... Do, it, it could be just like you tie your shoe. It doesn't have to be nothing complicated. Okay. I did, I did all that, that that Boy Scout shit, but honestly, all that stuff is hard to take out when it, when it comes to, down to undoing your ropes. So, so so he's tying another knot now another knot, near right. the vagina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So made two knots. Now come through here. Okay. And now he's going between her legs. So this is where she's going to start feeling All right. that we'll come up in here. she's tied yeah. up. Come here behind her hair. The same piece I put around her neck here, I'm going to come right up the top of this here and pop that here. Now from there, I can start singeing the rope and making it a little tighter. Singeing? Right? You feel it? It's now going up her ass. This could yeah. be a cute little bathing suit. Right, right. So what I do a lot of time with these dancers, I'll come and I'll put these on them and they'll go out and, and, and dance on the floor, then I can switch the I can switch it up for them, or would they have the outfit at first, and they'll come and do one of these real quick. Oh, I didn't suck it in. We do some editing uh-huh. or something. Oh, let, me, let me get it for you. There you go. Give me that instant. Ooh, <laughs> he just tied my fupa back into my body. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I wear these mom come jeans. Come here, shit. right? I'm gonna come here, right? It feels good. Oh, right this here. looks like cool. And so. At this point, does this cause a sexual sensation at all to some people? Oh, or for some people, yeah. For like some, yes. Put the knots in certain places. She got jeans on, like, but I like to put my knots like right where the right, clit right, is. Right in the clit, where the clit's at. So when I'm moving around and when I'm, I'm 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 getting spicy, she can see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Ah, it's oh, rubbing yeah. her clit while you keep tying. It feels really good. And then it's also in her ass. So the back part would technically be in the crack of her ass. Mm-hmm. Now, do they are they naked when you do this? Yeah. So you watch these ropes because this feels like yeah. DV already. <laughs> nah, I do it. I do all <laughs> this material so I can always pop them in and wash them, wash them, and then I um I sell them and most time I just give people the ropes after they if they if they, if they mess them up I'm crazy. I have tons. Mess of them, them up like with what? Their vaginal fluids? Yeah, they squirt them up. Top thrill two is like no other course. Two 420 foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from zero to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach zero Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight up speed. Let's get it. Top thrill two, the world's tallest and fastest triple launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. <laughs> they squirt them up. They squirt them up. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So, so is there a reason that is there a reason that you go all the way down to? Because you're now around her ankles. Yeah, right now, just, right, right now I'm just doing stuff because I like the way it looks. Like if, if I had the black lights on, it would. Be it, it does look really dope going right? down my legs. I like what yeah, you're doing. It's almost like making like a little outfit out of it. Like she was naked, it'd be like some old stripper outfit. Almost. My mom just asked me why I'm not answering, and I'm like, oh, I'm working. <laughs> so, for the knot on the clit, right? Mm-hmm. Can you put a knot inside of somebody? Uh, sometimes if they try to get in my room for no no drawers on, but I tell people you know, <laughs> put some drawers on. You know what I mean? Oh, that's, okay. That's recommended. Like you just a little to, courtesy. Yeah, you don't need to. Yeah, so save my ropes a little bit. But if you don't, if you don't, if you don't have the, if you don't have no drawers on, it'll it'll it'll, it'll, it'll sit right. Up. It'll sit right right, right where up. it needs to yeah, be. Right so so it looks really cool. I like mm-hmm. this. Basically, I'm curious to know. So when I would do something like that, right? So am I gonna? <laughs> Oh, am I gonna like sit in this and wear it, and like, will it start to feel tighter? You can sit; it'll, it'll rotate and move a little bit, but it's still, for the most part, it's, it's stretchy rope, so it's, it's not gonna go nowhere. You know what I mean? Oh, it make my butt look bigger than it is. Yo, I just, g- I just gave you a fatty Damn. real quick. Big old freak. <laughs> I can't move. Though, actually, bitches <laughs> 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 Yeah. Oh, well, I guess I can't. I got no So it looks really cool. This is a body harness, mm-hmm. and like, do you do a video to where someone knows they can? Mm-hmm. Wait, what I do what, what I, when I sell the ropes? Last time I do like a um uh, a little show them how to tie because you can do it also yourself actually you mean mm-hmm. you literally could have put this on yourself reach around yourself and do it different wait what's this next one you picked up it. these are my other hard ropes these are for like for really my buying people when I'm trying to tie them down so you ain't going could you do there, something you know to maybe around her wrists um, to mm-hmm. show maybe how you would well what doesn't go here up here I could do it anywhere 
I mean, it's basically where yeah, we, we choose. Yeah, I want to we choose to do it. You want to do it around your body? You know, just, just for you guys. It's really... Right. Right. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, lock your arms totally up like that, right? Okay. And this is, is this the most common that people ask is for the restriction of their arms and hands? Or where do you find... People don't really ask between the Between the legs and the arms, where do people want to be People don't really get specific exactly where they want to get tied up. People just come to me and they're like, Yo, are you tying me up? And then they let me kind of figure it out. I mean... For the most part. So should I be yeah. relaxing my shoulders, or why are they getting tense? So Did, I mean, you can you can relax them, but they're gonna. I'm gonna. You'll see. <laughs> he said, "You'll see." Like, uh, so this is this is just very interesting. I guess for for anyone who's interested in in getting this, where where could they buy this at any arts and crafts store? Do they have to buy this at bro, a sex bro, store? Armpit to my titty. What is this? Where where can they buy these these ropes? I know you make the other ones, but this I type make, of rope that you're using now. These I, I, these ones I make too. They, these are all glow in the dark. They, they look weird because they don't have my lights on them. But they these are just like a hot pink rope. Once I, once I put oh my wow! On yeah. So what he does, guys, um, he actually I make, I make he rope. actually does this with like black light and make it all coolie she. So do you do it? Do you do like in calls or something? Mm-hmm. I do. I go to people's homes, and then sometimes they get a hotel. Sometimes you bring, we. You bring their black light. You bring a black light. I bring my black light and everything. Do you let them videotape it? Um, depends on 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 the situation. Well, if I had an arm, I would snap this. <laughs> Can you do it for me? Uh, my hands pulled. <laughs> <laughs> Help! <laughs> this is this is really really dope though. I I don't know with me. Oh my god, yo. With with me, I think. Look, how are you feeling? I feel fine. I don't feel like unsafe. <laughs> right. I mean, there's a whole lot of we got the lights on. You on camera? Well, I mean, that's also the other thing. Like, I can't tell you if I just met somebody and like he, they wanted to tie me up and they started doing this. I wouldn't, you know. One, here's the other thing. I've never let someone dominate me that I didn't feel secure with. Like, I've never, I, thankfully, I've never had a bad dom experience. Right. That's but why it's first. They also, I also wasn't comfortable with. Right. I also have been with experienced dom, so. And so, what are you doing right now? You're finishing pretty up. much finishing up mm-hmm. the knot. Finishing up the knot. And could you could you turn around so Why that you they can see what it looks Benson. like? I didn't wear makeup. Oh wow! So it's still really done very intricately. So it's, it's really it's, simple. It's a short rope. The longer you I can the longer you are, the more you can do. Smaller pieces, because then if I want to add on, I can just add on and add on. And if it's way too long, then I could, I'll be sitting here for a long time, time, type of fifty foot right. rope. I really get a twenty five foot, and then with this right here, I basically have and you could just nowhere, you know. And, you and how like, quick how quick does that one get untied? Is it just really kind quick. of like the... Yeah, it's, it's really quick. So if she had a safe word and was like, okay, I'm done, how quick does she get out of this My knot? safe word is Wakanda. Oh, that, wow, so, that's oh, so fast. That was really fast to get out of that. Okay, so untying is definitely like with the pull of a... couple strings. A couple strings and she's out. She should be able to get out of it. Well, that's really, really, really... Okay, I might have to try these. I mean, I might <laughs> do, do the tying up. I don't think I want to be tied. I'm I'm very claustrophobic. Yo, honestly, so. the only uncomfortable part for me is probably like the shoulder restraint. Mm-hmm. Like not even was my it tied right. up at the end. Mm-hmm. But but I mean, um, but still, never was there a point where I was like, oh my god, this is awful. So can I take body pictures? With Look, you? she want to keep she want to keep the the strain. I got you. Listen. <laughs> I'm dead. About to pull well, the city out of I bathroom. love this. Guys, if you guys want to try this, I think it's, it, it's it, not only does it look hot, um, and again, I'll even post um, if you guys are interested in finding bondage lingerie. I know a couple sites where you can get that. 
Um, and it's cool or whatever. Um, so we are going to go ahead while he um, puts the ropes back into his box. We're going to get into our whole mail portion of the show. Um, this one is actually really interesting, um, especially while it's current, I would say. Um, this one is called, and Sir Dash, if you have any mm-hmm. advice on this as well, please yes. chime in. Will do. So the title of this one is No Sex During Ramadan, but he's not even Muslim. <laughs> hey ladies I just want to start by saying how much Ramadan? I love you both and how much I've learned from you guys through the podcast Drop that I'm going to get right to the point Let's I've been dating this guy on and off for like a year now last night I asked him to come over and have sex and he says he can't because of Ramadan but the gag is he isn't even Muslim and he didn't even start participating in Ramadan until it was three days in now, I'm not mad because he's choosing to do this for himself and his spirit, uh-huh. but this is something he chose Thank to do you. without even uh-huh. telling me about till I asked for sex. Uh-huh. And he was at my house, laying in my bed the night before, telling me about Ramadan and couldn't tell me he wasn't having sex either. I'm not sure if I'm just being a brat because I've been so horny uh-huh. or if he should have at least communicated this with me, being that he isn't even Muslim. Sorry this was so long, but I'd like to hear what you ladies have to say. Love, I ain't getting none till after June 4th. <laughs> so, I, I just pointed at um, our engineer behind us, Chris, because I know that... I thought you were Muslim. I don't know why I thought that. Well, I no longer practice, but uh, I used to practice you a couple years ago. be yeah. a Muslim. Yeah, I used to, you know, practice Islam You was like a nation of Islam shit? That's right, my we, we won't have to get into the details because they do pay attention to shit like this. But <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, nah. Um, you like, y'all got too many listeners for me to talk about. I'm so just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, y'all tell do. Tell us about, like, Ramadan for you and sex. I and participated in Ramadan for two years. Uh, my first one, I was engaged to a young lady. And, um, yeah, you could have sex, actually. It just has to be during the hours of, uh, you know, eating and all of that but yeah you could pretty much smash bro what are you talking about like so he lying yeah don't don't I mean if he is though like I understand and I respect his decision to not smash well and that's the thing too like for Ramadan you can choose what you're giving up right honestly yeah it's, it's not like Lent yeah. is it uh, I don't know too much about Lent but I know you could pretty much uh, have a selection I'm gonna be honest shit, with you like tensions are a little high for me with religion right now and women's bodies so I'm just like yeah, fuck all of them but yeah, honestly I will say I do think it's kind of weird that this dude randomly decided to like, pop up and be Muslim. Like, is it's, it a keto diet? Are we using Ramadan for like? Not only that, you're also loss? he also joined it three days late. Like, oh, I see everybody doing Ramadan. Let can you do that? Um, is that yeah? Is that I a thing mean, you can do? I feel like um, that's like uh, almost like almost like a consent almost type of thing. You, at any point in time, if you if you if that's what you're if that's what you're saying, or there's a reason why you, you don't want to have if you whatever it is. But that's to what use it is. Ramadan as, as an excuse, I feel like if, it's okay if, to do it for self. If you do it for self, for, if you do it for self you know, purposes, for and, self-discipline. and you have own self discipline thing, you're, you're trying to take a break or whatever. Then just say you're just trying to take a break or this, this and that. Um, but if you don't. Sometimes some people just want to take a break, but don't have a, a significant reason why they want to take a break, and so they use whatever Ramadan or whatever something like that to maybe possibly. You know what I mean, yeah. but it just seems like just be honest with this. Yeah. So I get. I don't know. I, I, I'm not here for someone using a, a, a religion. Uh-uh. A reason is to like, especially when you're yeah. late, you don't practice it. I don't know. To me, I would wonder like, maybe the communication of why and really seeing if he's doing it for purpose or right. does he understand Ramadan and what it actually means? Because then if it is something to where he's new, because I'm not going to lie, I, I lived... Um, 
in Asia for about six months, and I was really like interested in Buddhism mm -hmm. and what it stood right, for right. and what was it, what it was about. So if this is something it. that he's like, maybe mm -hmm. I want to convert to this, mm -hmm. and this is how I want to start, then I would understand him. But for him, for him just to say, well, it's Ramadan, I gave up sex. Nigga, I mean, here's the thing <laughs> too. Okay, okay, no, no, no. Is this the thing? Now, is he, is is that what really happened, or is that her her version of what she's saying? Because sometimes people just break it down and, and really get simple with it. So when they explain to you, it's like, yeah, he just you know. That's a good point. Know, if we could only that. see the but other maybe, end of yeah, the but maybe, maybe he did really break it down and really was and really was been studying. And really she been, still was like, nigga, please. Right, and just because she didn't get no dick, she's just like, ah, fuck this. She don't use Ramadan, but I he mean, might be really. I mean, you know. Right. Let me so, before we follow. get up out of here, mm -hmm. I want to thank Sir Dash, or Sir Dashington, mm -hmm. um, for coming through to Horrible Decisions. I hope that you guys thank you. Thank um, you for having learned me. a lot about bondage, but now also may want to bring it into the bedroom. Um, before we get out of here, can you let our listeners know where they can find you? And we'll also put all of his information in the description of this episode. Sounds good. Well, my name is Sir Dashington. Thank you guys for having me, first of all. No, appreciate, thank you for making it. it. Um, you guys can find me at uh, uh, .com. Um On Instagram, you can find me at eroticropesbydash3. Um, Twitter, ropesbydash. Email, ropesbydash at gmail.com. All, all of that. Uh, um, before we also get out of here, you guys just heard me bring up some reproductive shit. You might have seen me say on Twitter, like, I had really just was not in the mood to work today. You know, mm -hmm. like, I was... It's hard to come in here sometimes when you're just like really in those emotions mm -hmm. of what's going on around you. And as someone that. who's had an abortion and just seen a lot of Twitter slander, and I don't even have a Twitter. Like, you know, I, we post about horrible decision shit and I was like still really annoyed whether just seeing the hierarchy of what abortion is okay to people. Oh, yeah, it's okay if, you know, you get an abortion around this time, but not this one. It's okay if you get two, but not four and blah, 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 blah. So I just wanted to look up as much as I can and see what I could do. So I found some stuff. I sure, I'm sure all of you probably feel as angry, especially if you're, I guess, open enough to listen to this podcast. So if you don't know, Alabama, it's now illegal to have an abortion after six weeks. Mm. The trouble with that is that most of us find out we're pregnant around six weeks. You know, you you know, four weeks in a month, and then you miss your period, and you're like, oh, and then boom, it's six weeks, it's too late. So, Three few things that time. we can do, right? So, if you have, I don't know, 10 minutes of time, you can call uh, one of your legislatives that are in, or anyone that's in Alabama, and, you know, leave them a voicemail about how you're feeling affected by this. I'll leave the number in the description. Um, donate to local grassroots organizations, Planned Parenthood, of course. There's another one called NARAL. Um, um, and the National Network of Abortion Funds. Um, actually, anytime someone passes me in the street in New York about the motherfucking dogs, I'm like, dog, I only give my money to black people and Planned Parenthood. Sorry. I'm sorry. But I did want to say, volunteering as a clinic escort. So I already looked up a place um, in Alabama to do it as. Some of you guys saw the Louisville, Kentucky thing on Twitter where these people, there was like five escorts for one woman. She like was totally covered her face. Like people were screaming at her like, it's crazy. I know there's Ohio and Georgia that have crazy bands. So if you're in these cities or nearby, maybe make it a girl's trip. You know what I'm saying? Go with your friends. Do something great for someone else. It's going to do nothing but make you feel good. And I also wanted to talk about just the repercussions of the abortion ban. So currently they're saying this. I don't know how true this is, but they are saying that if you live in Alabama and you go to another state to get an abortion, you can also be charged. Yes. When you come home. So here are a few rules from Planned Parenthood. Number one, uh, take an at-home test only because of rule number two. Tell no one. Don't uh, text over the phone, social media. Everybody's like freaking out about it. But three, 
when you take your vacation to another state, just go under the guise to sightsee or visit family. Um, and four, when you obtain the abortion, do not sign any waivers. If you don't sign any waivers for consent to providers to communicate to other ones, you are safe. Uh, look up HIPAA. Your information is federally protected. If the one and only person who knows you had an abortion leaks it, they will go to prison because they violated HIPAA. And unless you've broken the other rules, they're the only ones who know. That was from an anonymous source at Planned Parenthood. So I don't know how true it is that you could go to fucking jail or like be you know, persecuted for um, having an abortion in another state, but just keep aware of those things, making sure you don't sign any paper. I would even so much as pay with motherfucking cash for an abortion. But not only that, there's a lot of laws. There's about 15 states currently affected as well um, and more bills looking to be passed. So, um... Don't think that we aren't going to speak on this. We have had an episode where Weezy and I both opened up about our abortions, um, but I am planning an episode um, in which we will discuss kind of what's going on um, in our current state as far as politically, um, but also just getting some women um, who are in that space professionally to get on this show and really dig deep into abortion, the effects on the body, um, and of course the political stance in in which our country is currently taking. So um, be on the lookout for um, that episode S- coming send up. Send us in some emails too of your personal stories, like especially men. I think that is a great um, and untouched space with abortions. So many women like talk about their abortions and get shit on for it and there's plenty of niggas that have had four or five, six out here and don't talk about those moments. Don't talk about how abortions saved their lives or their careers or their money. Um, so definitely share those stories with us. We'll totally be anonymous if you want us to, um, but just share that with us so these women know that they're not alone. And um, once again, this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Peace. What is the craziest thing you've seen on a flight yet? Uh, Or craziest moment? I think catching someone give a blowjob. Wait, that happened mm-hmm. on your flight too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to Orlando. It's a million kids from on that where? flight. Girl, and mine was from Lauderdale. I it was Mandy. It gotta be Florida. Florida. <laughs> it just gotta be Florida, motherfucker. Yeah. And then, Were they short legs? Were they long? <laughs> no, it's it like from New York. Um, yeah, JFK, JFK to Orlando. To Fort Lauderdale. Well, bitch, y'all, that's other people hours. in the... No, so they had they were in the back row. And you put a little story. You put a little blanket over here, right? No, but the flights the flights are full. Orlando flights are full of kids, and they be crying. And they run back and forth. That's where we're from. We always take that flight. And she, wait, she, wait, she couldn't even give head being quiet. No, no, she no. That's what we knew. Bro, shut the fuck up. There's a way to give head quiet, bro. Wait, you tapped her? I Wait, on the to, head while like, she was in action? Is you, you tapped her back? Yeah. We had to tell her, like, hey, there's a bathroom. Like, Wait, but two people can't go into the bathroom? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And it's not against the law, it's FYI. Not. Bitch, you're oh, lying. It's not. You it's telling not. me. Why are you so right loud, Weezy? You loud. You can fucking fuck in a bathroom? And but do you want to? Yes. Bitch, no, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, the fuck you do not. Let me tell you why I just my niggas, My niggas can I was at fucking LAX this weekend, okay? Drunk, Delta Sky Club, talking with this dude, and he's like, I bet y'all. No, I wasn't on the flight with my nigga, but he he bet everybody at the fucking bar a hundred dollars. He's like, y'all gotta pay for my drinks. If I'm right, two people can go in the bathroom and you can fuck, and they can't say anything to you. They can. And I was like, no fucking way. So someone Googled something mm-hmm. and it proved him wrong, and he paid for all of our oh, drinks. Oh, y'all owe him y'all some owe money. Him Cash out that nigga some money. Technically, owe him some money. That too. But so, um, so what do you? Yeah. So so you you told her she could go in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Now y'all about to give. Everybody locked up. I know, right? I know. They bought the organ. You get in trouble. So when you act up, 
and you don't listen to us, you get a ticket. And it's like, hey, if you don't stop, you're going to get what are these TSA police? or whatever. No, police. Police. The police. We'll PAPD. Or whoever it is. Whoever. It is. I thought me and Mandy was about to get a ticket when she was loud as hell. We was on that Delta flight. Oh, what? She was like, I got my bathing suits, girl. I got my. That was heading oh, into. No. I wasn't, we weren't I even we on were the just, plane. That was, that was in the air. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the air. <laughs> I wish the motherfucker would tell me to shut the fuck up. Bitch, no. Nah, my, nah, hold on. Um, my bad experience was going over to uh, DR and um, this lady was with. With her, she was man. selling pussy. She, no, no she was with her dude at the time, but her side nigga was on the plane with her as well at the same damn time. So they go to the back of the aircraft, oh, and what a the dude, the dude is asleep, and she goes to the back of the aircraft with her side dude. They go inside of the back, and they're in the bathroom. I don't know if they're talking. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. And you know what it was, yeah. So the guy <laughs> comes out. the The man, the main man, comes and he knocks on the door, <gasps> and they open the door. <gasps> And he slaps the shit out of her. And the side guy is just standing there like, what do I do? Bitch, what you was doing? What you think I was doing? I, 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 I don't know. Were well, you just watching? Uh, do we have anybody? Uh... No. I literally was like. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be like, that's what the fuck you get. Trying to be so slick. now we got to call the captain. Let them know that there's an emergency going on. Oh, Nick, She's y'all ain't, y'all ain't land early for that, did y'all? Oh, no. We actually didn't land early. We diverted. <gasps> Even worse. Wait, what? Because that nigga was fighting, bitch. Yes. How you stopped him? You got, who? You got who pepper spray? Who? Not She's me, so no. no. So what do y'all do in a case of niggas? <laughs> <laughs> and by that, I mean however you take it. Can we tell them? Yeah, uh, we have flexi rods. Yeah, you restrain them. So they're like handcuffs. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. That's huh. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's okay. That. And, That's... And, and soda. People and are soda always... Um... What you do with the soda can? Throw it at them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with you. No, okay, y'all stop, please. <laughs> Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.